Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. We lost our relationship once on communication. Niggas make mistakes all the time. I was like, bro, you know me? I'm a real nigga. I said I was a hypocrite. The black people, yeah. like, we don't have, like, hubs or anything no, for us to go to to help us develop businesses. I was like, bro, you know me? I'm a real nigga. I said I was a hypocrite. It feels amazing yes. to have friends like that. <laughs> These celebrities never empower small business. We know about discrimination all too well. Why would we discriminate? I was wrong. I love to talk. I love to listen. Goodness. <laughs> I'm a whole lot of women. I was like, bro, you know me? I'm a real nigga. I said I was a hypocrite. As a, a queer woman of color in the United States, well, shit is not easy. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. So today is going to be a dope episode. I mean, we've had a lot of dope episodes lately, but today I'm excited because I get to introduce, along along with my co-host Artesia, I get to introduce. What up? <laughs> I, get I look to forward in- <laughs> to seeing, saying my own name. Okay, you right? want to say your name just so people can say it? I'm I here. I'm here as the host, Anthony Robinson, alongside my co-host. Artesia. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I'm excited because we have the winner of the BT's Grand Hustle Crystal Garner, man. Yeah, though. I'm in Dallas, Joe. This is crazy, man. <laughs> I've been here once in my life. For real? <laughs> really? Yeah, it was awkward. It was awkward. It was for a um a Bronner Brothers hair show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like a hair model spokesperson, but the hairstyles y'all have out here is just different level. Like, is that good or bad? <laughs> I wasn't too much of a fan. Okay, and that's what I was gonna say. But you know, <laughs> but especially was it a black hairstylist? Yeah, it was like a hair show, so it was kind of like just a whole a bunch of yeah. Yeah. mixture of hairstyles, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> and for the people who don't know, like we know Crystal Garner, because some people may be like, I know people have asked us, how did you get her to host your show? Mm-hmm. Well, we actually met her about it. Was it about? It was about it was a year about ago. About a year I think ago. it was December, yeah. and we were all in New York. We were doing a little pilot shoot. No, for it had to. It's probably two years ago because was it? It had to have been because la- this past December is when I came back from the show and I already had one. I just couldn't tell the world. True. <laughs> so Damn. it had to be the December before that. Damn, Jesus. two years. I didn't know that. Time flies when you out here it, winning. You, <laughs> <You're> not, <laughs> that's the name of the podcast yeah. right there. Time flies when you <laughs> out there winning. I'm so with it. <laughs> but it was crazy because we met in New York. We were all just doing like this little pilot and we were helping yeah. out as friends. Actually, yes. I met you the yes. first time and we were all just out there trying to help out. Exactly. You that's know, with Zumble and Cars for the Culture. And we were yeah. all just hustling, trying to get on. So to see you on the show, Artesia <laughs> brought it to me and was like, yo, you know Crystal from when mm-hmm. we were in New York on the show. I was like, you lying. I don't <laughs> yeah. watch reality TV. And, and she watched it more for you than T.I. Yeah. Well, and that's amazing. That's, a, you're that's like, big. Yeah, T.I. is my, one of my celeb crushes. So, oh, yeah. my God. He's so little, but he's amazing. 
know. <laughs> he is. It's crazy though because it's. I pride myself. I think I was telling you this earlier. I pride myself on not being like starstruck or anything like yes. that. Yes. But when I saw you on T, I was like, we know her. We <laughs> met her. Like, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> It's so important. People don't understand how important it is to actually watch the show. Mm-hmm. What annoys me is when people come up to me like, oh, my God, congratulations. But um, I didn't watch the show, but I know you won. I'm like, what? Yeah. What is the joke? Like, no. what are you doing, bro? Like, that's a that's like an empty congratulations. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what I did to get this this accolade. So yeah. bye. <laughs> like, bye. Exactly. Once I committed to it, I literally watched every episode. And I was I was amazed at the fact because you reminded me somewhat of myself because you yes. went in and you didn't do all the talking that everybody else did. They was like, oh, yeah, my, my favorite outtake was the, um, I can't remember his name, but he was like, yeah, we about to get this bag by any means. <laughs> Ivan. Yes. I love Ivan. <laughs> like, I love it him. was like people doing so much talk and they came in, you know, trying to play games yeah. or whatever. But you just, whatever the challenge was, you did your work. Exactly. You it got it done. Yeah, and I think the thing that I liked about it from I watched two episodes, but oh, I like the fact that two. you didn't talk shit. I'm gonna go back and watch. But it even she that told was me. an accomplishment for him. Cause it was. Really, me trying to get him to watch shows is well. I don't watch yeah. reality TV either, yeah. so it's yeah. kind of. <laughs> but I, I didn't feel like it was. I didn't it was feel like it, yeah, it, was it was competition. Yeah, it was a competition, competition show. It was like yeah. an apprentice. Yeah, I want to work for Diddy type of situation. Yeah, and I think I, I liked it because, like she said, you weren't being arrogant. You were being the person that I met in New York. Like mm-hmm. even in New York, you were just real cool. Mm-hmm. You love to have fun dancing. You included people, and I think eventually, overall, that's why you won. Mm-hmm. I forgot as the other guy named was George. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, from, I didn't really see a lot, but it was like from <laughs> when, when Ti did the that. recap stuff. I was just like, yo, I don't know if I'd have been able to work with that dude. He was kind of cutthroat on some shit. And I think with you, it showed that you don't have to be cutthroat. You actually, to me, you won by bringing people together, mm-hmm. which is important. I mean. You keep dropping your phone. You know, nervous man. over there? Nah, you nervous? I'm uh, making you nervous? Nah, man, I'm it's try- the natural hair. When uh, you put out the real hair, dudes don't know how to act. You you know? <laughs> 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 no, I was trying to, I'm trying to monitor multiple things, and I was like, oh, man. But, yeah, but, but I love what you did, and I talked about I it before it. we got on the show, and I said that it has to be amazing for people who know you to see your growth and yes. see your glow up and be like, damn, my dreams are attainable if I exactly. work hard enough. What has that been like for you just living your dreams and this shit actually coming to fruition? Yo, it's been so dope. Like, I really love the fact that so many people hit me up like, yo, I can get it done now. Like, mm-hmm. I can go after my dreams. I could achieve it because you did. Because like like you guys say, you get you get more people with, with sugar than, you know, with salt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm super nice to people. I talk to everybody. Anytime I'm on set for anything, I introduce myself to everybody. When I was mm-hmm. on set for the show, we had about 100 people living underneath us in a mansion. I spoke to everybody. I didn't cast anyone out. Oh, you're just a production assistant. Like I never was that person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just important in life because fast forwarding to the show being done, my friends, my really, really close friends were like, yo, KG, you really know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, yo, my homegirl KG. Not even like, oh, I know this girl yeah. from a distance. It's like, yo, this is my homegirl KG. We've done this together. Ah, ah, ah. She supported that. So I think that's important. Um, And it's also beneficial for your network. Like yeah. my whole network, everyone... And my network is winning. I feel like it's just a like a domino effect. Like everybody's winning it's coming right now. Up. I love it. I'm sitting there like, oh snap, look at you doing that. And that's how we feel in this circle. <laughs> and then, like you said, we talked about it the last time to where it was like we when we met, everybody's doing better. Like Jason and Hello yes. Zumbo and then his brother Rich with his, you know, uh management company with exactly. sports. And then you doing this, we're doing better. And it's 
I think it's a blessing. And then I, I remember telling Jason when I first met him, I said, it's dope to be around people, like-minded individuals yep. who work just as hard and yep. we have the same agenda and purpose in mind and we don't mm-hmm. mind championing each other. Like, it, yes. to bring you here is big. No, I'm, and I'm grateful and I really appreciate it. And I think it's important. I think a lot of times, especially, and this is something that I'm going to talk about tonight when we go to the event, you know, if you... If you in Dallas on my live, you know, pull up. (laughs) Um, But no, no, no. I mean, I think it's important as black entrepreneurs, we have to understand that we have to utilize each other. We have to understand that all of us have bills. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we got to take care of each other. Too often we go outside of us and we'll pay crazy numbers for people outside of us. But when it comes to us, it's like... Oh, I'm cool with you. Let me get this discount. And it's like, yeah. nah. Like, nah, yo. Pay full like, value for my talent. Like, come on now. And as black women, that's something we do all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. We That's why we make 61 cents on the dollar to the white guys. Which is so. still bullshit. What? You, who you telling? I, I mean, I work next to her, and I'm telling you right now, outside of being behind this mic, I'm getting outworked. You wouldn't Aww. be here if it wasn't for her. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you love you what was the big? What was the biggest thing that you took away from the Grand Hustle experience? That I deserve six figures, yeah. you know, like, honestly, I, I work in, I've worked in so many industries. I've worked with so many companies, so many brands. And, you know, I would just be excited to be, have the opportunity to work with these major brands and they would pay me, but it was just like, okay, that's an addition, but it's not the number that most people would get. Most men would get. So I think for me, it was to show black women that we deserve six figures and six figures in Atlanta is a good number. Yes, so, it is. you know, and six figures in New York, that's you know, different. that's that's, that's different. That's you still homeless, 000. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you, you still you still got a roommate with six <laughs> figures in New York. But in Atlanta, you know, it's a great opportunity and I'm excited. I'm excited to see a lot more young women yeah. come up to me and we network and they be like, "Yo, I make six figures." I'm like, "Yes, yeah. please." So you living in Atlanta now? So I'm moving to Atlanta. Yeah, man. Within the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, you I ready think, for it? I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm you know what I deserve it. Uh a friend of mine just told me like you're so giving. You give every your whole life you've always given mm-hmm. to people. And you, what are you doing for yourself, you know, as far as giving to yourself? Cuz they were like, you know, when you go to Atlanta, I was like, "Oh, I'm looking at apartments, seeing where I want to live." First I was thinking of buying, but I was like, "You know, I want to wait cuz I don't want to rush buying mm-hmm. something." So I started looking at apartments. And my friend was like, Yo, get something you really want. Like, mm-hmm. spin the bread. I was like, ah, but you know, I don't want to OD. Yeah. They're like, no, get, what do you want? I was like, I need a pool. I need a gym. You know, I need a parking spot. I need an in-unit in washer dryer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need that situation. I want to have a nice view of the city, yeah. and I want to be in a city-like area. Yep. And it was like, yo, go for it. Do it. I was like, ah, but it's like, oh, this is a little expensive. It's like, no, just do it. Stop you your fix your mindset. And like Treat you said, yourself. It's Atlanta, so you might as well. And I mean, I'm making six figures. I gotta yes. look like I live in the six. You feel me? I can't be pulling up to the hood like I'm trying to save some coin. But you know, I mean, we gotta be smart with our money is too. Mm-hmm. But just to piggyback on what you were talking about, mm-hmm. as far as all of us, you are the sum total of who you surround yourself with. You are. So we've been surrounding ourselves with people that hustle hard and get it done. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're all winning at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just proud to see you in this situation because like you said, I, I, I not even knowing you past the last few years, but just knowing how hard, like I said, I, I look at Arteza and I add everything up and I'm like, there's so many black women out here not getting there just exactly. due, for whatever the fuck reason. But they why. work harder than anybody. <laughs> this do. is a black man saying this shit and black men don't, half the time I don't remember appointments without her. That's a damn shame. So T.I. So, 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 so just inherited another guy that's on his team mm-hmm. to do this that. shit. Man, six figures, man. 
No, I know it, it's very real. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it, and I'm I'm happy that you are able to look and notice it because it's yeah. a conversation that needs to be had. Most definitely. Like it's way overdue. Like why why when I was working for the company I was working for was I number one in New York, top ten in the country? Yep. And I was making. 10K less than the white girls. Yeah. And I was making, um, the the black guy was making twice as much as me. And then the white guy was making six figures. Mm. So, and I'm going to be honest, <laughs> when I met you in New York, I started looking at stuff because uh, the radio show you were on and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I honestly don't even remember anybody else, meaning they didn't stand out. Gotcha. They weren't different. And I feel like in a radio personality lane, if you don't stand out exactly. and you're not different, what the fuck are you? Like, why are you there? Why are you there? <laughs> but like you said, it's unfortunate because it's like being uh, even black men, you know, yeah. they get no, paid more. And it's of not, course. Yeah, not just yeah. white men, black men. There's a lot of black yo. men in positions that mm-hmm. don't even deserve it. And then we still are having that issue to where we don't want to help y'all out or pull y'all up. Hello. We keeping y'all in a certain place because like I've been saying for years, we want to be the biggest dick in the room for whatever fucking reason. I don't. I don't get it though. Yeah, y'all are regardless. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. Show. Yeah, no. According to the dichotomy, no, I had to throw a Ti word up in there real quick. That, yeah, Ti is like Stephen A. Smith now. Oh man, <laughs> these words. They are a lot. I, a lot. Yo, I just I don't know. I felt like I needed to like go back to a voice addiction class yeah. and. Mm-hmm. Memorize the dic- the dictionary. I thought I can uh, speak a little well. Like, yeah, T.I.B. No. I, I think he got like a little notebook. He'd be like, mm. no. yeah, I'm going to read this. No. I'm going to say this He really today. does. No, I know. You know what was unfair? Because sometimes he would say some things, and I, I don't know if they edited them out, but sometimes he would say words, and I would have to really listen around it mm-hmm. to know what it was because they they sequestered our phone. So it's not like I could have went to Google real yeah, quick. Like, what does up. that mean? Yeah. I was sitting there like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but at least you know he knows what he's good with words because yeah. he does use them in the right sense. Sometimes people say yeah, they big don't words use it, they're and they're out of context. You, you can't even put two and two together because exactly. they're using it wrong. Yeah. Exactly. So. That's what the biggest thing about context clues are. Yeah, yes. they use it right, then you can you actually. Yes, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what you talk about. <laughs> yes, oh, I got you. We're gonna get this done. <laughs> so are you are you nervous about anything with moving? Because the culture from New York is different in mm-hmm. Atlanta. Atlanta's the deep south. And you know, well, it's not the deep south. That's Black Hollywood. I'm be true, good. True, I mean, true, true. I'm just trying to make sure I don't end up doing anything. No, I'm joking. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, the nervous part is my family. Like my family's super small, yeah. mm-hmm. and they are like the biggest part of my support system. Like without them, I don't even know how I would be where I am because you know I was supposed to be the person that I, I was the first to go to college. Yeah. I was supposed to graduate, get a great corporate position, be in a Fortune 500 pl- uh, position become a CEO like that was the mindset that I had at such a young age because of what we were going through I was like yeah. all right I'm gonna be the person to change that mm-hmm. and when I decided that that wasn't my route I mean granted it's still my route but just not with us spe- not working for someone else's dream exactly. you feel me it's gonna be for my own so now that I'm about to walk into that world into that that purpose in my life and what it's supposed to be it's it's scary that my family is gonna be still up here mm-hmm. you know while I go do, down there and handle the business but I'm going to go down there and handle the business. Like I said, the goal was never six figures. The goal is duo decillion. That's the highest number I know. It's a lot, a you lot. You said of do lot. what? Duo decillion. That's the highest number I know. Never even heard of <laughs> it. So lo- thank you for teaching. I think it's like 39 zeros. I, I forgot. I got to check that on Google Shit. again. But that the goal was never six figures. Six figures is a great start. It's a great start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great start. But I plan to have eight to 10 different revenue streams. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to just be stuck in one position. I want to be able to create 
a legacy for my family yeah. and opportunities for them to come up, my great grandkids to come up yeah. without, you know, like having a trust fund. Like, I, it was so hard growing up that and seeing other people, especially on Staten Island, growing up in houses and not having to worry about anything like, oh, I want to join Girl Scouts. Yeah. Okay, that's nothing. Let me tell mom versus mm-hmm. me. I'm like, okay, if I do that, then that means that's going to take away from food on the table or something. You feel sure. me? So I didn't even, my mind wasn't even on asking for those things. And I don't want that problem for my legacy. I want them to have the same opportunity as other nationalities and cultures. I want them to experience the whole, I'm going to college. I don't have to worry about the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So we're going to take a quick break again. You're listening to The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct with Crystal Gorn of BT's Grand Hustle. When we come back, we'll have Jason Gray of Zumble yes. and Richard Gray of Gray Area Sports Group. We'll be right back. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. So we back, man, and on this uh, this second half of the podcast, man, we have still Crystal Garner, still here with my co-host Artesia. <laughs> got uh, Jason Gray of Zumble. What's up? We got Richard Gray of Gray Area Sports Group. Sign me up, boss. Man, <laughs> I feel like we deep in here, man. We are. We deep in here. It's a uh, it's a good feeling. We 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 still don't know if it was a year and a half ago or two years ago. It was two years ago. <laughs> nah, it ain't been two years. years no. I'm telling you, I know this for yeah. a fact because last season was. Hold my on, I remember. I put a post up on Instagram. Jason gonna get okay. to the bottom. Okay, Hold you on, and you, I'm gonna tell you the exact you date. You better tell us the exact date, <laughs> okay? Uh, yeah, let me let tell me, you. It was because my last birthday, I was a winner and nobody knew yet. So mm-hmm. it, we didn't shoot then. Okay. When okay. we did the other shoot recently, I knew I won the show. Uh, no, you know what? I'm gonna kill this whole thing. The Ooh. day we shot that, my son had probably been from the hospital. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was in and, January. And he's, so he's not. No, no, no. It wasn't in January because he ain't even won yet. My son, he 11 months old, and when we did that So it was that in shoot, December? Yeah. No, no, it was in November. November? We got, when? No, you it was in November. <gasps> uh-huh. After Martin you know Trivia, what? like, we November. did all these back-to-back trips, like, Y'all November, right. December. My son was born yeah. November 14th, so Because I boom, remember Jason telling me about maybe that. Maybe like yeah. a... Yeah, because he came on three days later, so it couldn't have been December. Yeah. So it was, You're it was absolutely November right. You're right. It was before my birthday. The ultimate timestamp. I just came back from the show. Yeah, I just came back from the show. That's Actually, you're right. Yeah. So, from Grand Hustle, filming. Okay. Now see oh. how, so see how far out that shit. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah, hard is it to fucking hold that information in? Um, I've had, I've held. Never mind. <laughs> I pressed like, her though. I pressed her at the everyday people joint. Yeah, like, you did press I'm me. Like, yo, you won like, that, right? I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> why are you guys doing this to me? Y'all really want me to get sued for two million dollars? Like, like I was gonna blast it. Yeah, yeah. but it's like you gotta, you gotta keep it. I think it was just like when we did that Dominique Perry. Uh, interview and oh, she was yeah. talking about she's not going to be classy. on the show no more yeah. and she was like you can't say like we talked about it off air mm-hmm. and when she told me I was like yo that's dope that's some good content we can use for and she's like you no, can't. can't I was like oh yeah. Okay. yeah but see I didn't know that part of the business she was like yeah, yeah. We, can't, we can't talk about that you get sued easily that 25 page contract was serious I read it like 20 times even when I got home I read it like 20 times like I was not you had to make sure you had your P's and Q's hello my Q's and P's yeah you <laughs> really look like a sports cast <laughs> he do you need to take a selfie shit. like a it goes nah, with your brand. That. That was, yeah. It goes with your brand. You're not really like doing the branding thing right now. I'm nah, trying yeah. to. Yo, your headshot on your website should be you yeah. with that. Like, yeah. like nah, I'm not a sportscaster, though. Like, I know, I was, but you're still expla- in I'm explaining to Jason the thing about that industry is it, like you're so consumed with the recruiting and making sure your clients are straight. Okay. 
it's about you last. And by the time you get to you, you burn out. So once we get some more people on board, yeah. and then I'll be able to flex that. Would you looking? You looking for some female celebrity basketball players that you know? I'm not pitch. all that. No, definitely. That's, Hi, that's eventually I'm Crystal Garner. Nice we talked to about you. that. <laughs> we did before, but I'm so serious. I no, want to play no, an all star. Like I really want to play in all these charity games. Like somebody hit me up the other day randomly. That's telling you your your net, your social media is so important, guys. Like I constantly post everything that I do. So people hit me up like, "Hey, I'm looking for a basketball player because they know I still play." Right. So you have to make your social media your commercial, Bang. so yep. people can continue to book you for things that you're constantly doing. So. Yes, I am serious about charity games. Somebody hit me up the other day, and it was like, dang, it's too late. They would have, you know what I'm saying, paid for you to be here. I was just like, what? And I get to who? But no. y'all do a good job at that. Like, y'all posting on y'all social media, yeah. you know, branding you yourself. Yourself. Right. You know, like, I can't. I, uh, yes, you I can. Can't, can't you never be in a man's vocabulary? No, 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 no but I'm just. But, but, <laughs> love the basketball. No, 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 I got you. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I guess it just depends on what type of branding you're doing. You're doing, yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, we have a, a, a product, you yeah. know, and we have to base our stuff around that. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to just get on and be like, Posting pictures of myself yeah. or something like that. Like the best mm-hmm. I could probably do is a like Instagram live or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Just kind of talk about. Yeah, yours would be more through. commercial based, kind of like yeah. what you do with uh, right. like me posting that video saying, "Hey, seeing other people enjoy it." Yeah. Or the way you guys have mm-hmm. done in New York, like putting those clips yeah. together, yeah, family yeah, yeah, yeah. and friends. That's really the best branding. That's, the only thing the you could do is more so about getting to know you behind the scenes like yeah. being on but it is hard I think it's hard for people me and Jason we talk all the time and we are a lot alike from the uh-huh. perspective of it was hard for me to get out here and put myself on social media yeah. but I you know talking to my mentor who got me into the broadcasting and doing all yeah. this stuff he was like you have to put yourself out there you because do. when you're saying something people want to know mm-hmm. who's saying yep. this yeah. like I talked to Jason I was yep. like if you talking about smashing all these girls and then they see you and it's like you're yeah. overweight yeah. you ain't looking yeah. a certain yeah. part that or even if you're overweight you ain't got no swag it's like who? what kind of women are we talking about yeah. Right. But oh Brandon gosh. is, I think Brandon <laughs> is hard, period. Yeah. It is. And me and Jason talked uh, a couple of episodes ago about just not having a black hub for black people to be able to come to and get this information yeah. on yeah. how to be better, uh, you know, as an influencer on social media. What are you putting out there as mm. an influencer? Yep, and yep. just how to get your brand out there in a successful way. But yeah. that's why panels like this yeah. is exactly. so important so people can be able to go back and look at, okay, this is how they're exactly. doing it. Because, like, what I do is I'll go on YouTube and look at, like, Steve Jobs and I'll look at Elon must have these talks on these panels and take notes. Whereas when you go to a lot of these events, like, a lot of the people, they be talking with this kind of condescending type of tone. Yeah. Like, you I'm don't know. You. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm better than you. And they're not really giving exactly. you no information that you could take with you and be like, this is how they do it. And that's why I think what we doing today is going to be so important for us to be able to say, this is how we do it. You yeah. know, so people could be like, exactly. all right, I'm going to take notes and I'm going to learn. And that's why I was asking you earlier, is it, can we put it on YouTube oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that so people can go back? Exactly. Like I do, like I look yeah. at all the Steve Jobs interviews and I yeah. got notes and notes like, but, okay, I get it. But that's the thing about us. We, we're intuitively just taught to hide the plug. We don't yeah. want to share the information. True. We don't want to see the next yeah. person take the next step because yeah. we always competing with each exactly. other. So I think that's probably one of the main things why you don't see more stuff like that or just a hub where, yeah. you know, black entrepreneurs can come yeah. to one spot and have these resources So why shared. don't we create it, you know? And that's what <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I mean, it takes resources and, you know, it takes money. And I mean, I, I, I think if you can get some people together to raise yeah. money to do it, yeah. this is something that could really happen because, like, 
if you follow the tech industry, uh-huh. that's how they are able to build this hub. You know, like in Silicon Valley, they have a place yeah. where they can go and exactly. they learn how to build these businesses. And next thing you know, like right. they all billion dollar businesses. Yeah. Why? Gotcha. Is it, like we talked about, yeah. there are no black owned billion dollar businesses, and that blows my mind. As creative as we are, exactly as a, as a group of people, yeah. that's like I just I don't understand that. And but then I, you got the celebrities. Yeah. They don't. Uh, they will rather they will rather give scholarship money than invest in black business. In a, in a you, specific you, you invest in, and then what, where's that money going? Right back into in the system. Old model. Yeah, the right old back model into that the we system. Already, already talk about exactly. today. day. Like okay, yeah. yeah, education is important, but it's yeah. going somewhere else now. So it is. As long as we keep feeding this old system, yeah. are we really taking steps collectively? You yeah. invest in black business. And then education. I mean, you got to think about it too. If you don't have like some kind of um, like you know like. Um, what is it when you, the family leave you the money? <laughs> oh, trust fund, like we were talking about earlier. Like you come yeah, out, yeah. And is college really beneficial to a point where a lot of these people you go in broke, mm-hmm. you come out with exactly with you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah. like we don't have eighty thousand dollars to pay back. Yeah. Well, people just have to understand what is the purpose of college. The purpose of undergraduate is to learn how to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go there to learn how to learn and you also go there for the network. Now, That's if what you I was choose, say, yeah. If you choose yeah, yeah. to go to graduate level, then you learn how to apply, mm-hmm. you know, those things. those things and you learn how to, re- um, you learn right. how to apply your research and everything like that. But I mean, school, I think, is important just for that part. I think where people get messed up, they focus just on the education mm-hmm. portion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ne- There's so many different outlets and things you can utilize like me with joining my sorority I thought that was extremely important Mm -hmm. you know I also thought being involved on campus on a student government level was important you know Mm -hmm. playing sports you know keeping active so that when I graduate I'm still active I'm still in shape Um, I got the muscle memory you know Shane but no no I think it's really important for you to realize that school is more than just school yeah yeah yeah, structure it helps structure your life exactly structure network and yeah. have the wherewithal network to, uh, yeah. so we so we I think we all can agree that we don't have the hub and she said let's create it mm-hmm. I'm all about solutions just a, a little bit here like how would we go about creating that and the biggest thing I have to talk mm-hmm. about too um, when we were in LA we were talking to a few people about business and I think one of the biggest things to learn when it comes to black people and just business is it, it's a circle, mm-hmm. meaning gotcha. like if we all chipped in and we said twenty five thousand dollars. That's what we all gonna put in individually mm-hmm. to build a hub. Mm-hmm. The first year of reaping may be for her. The second gotcha. season may be for him. You know, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And gotcha. I think that's one of the things we have to learn is when it comes to investing. You are you a short term investor or are you a long term mm-hmm. investor? But most black people are afraid to invest because they're exactly. afraid to let their money sit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's why I say you have to play the long game when it comes to investing mm-hmm. and trying to leave a legacy or trying to build something. Because even with everybody looking at what we do now and with the success we've had with the podcast, they think it's here. Yeah. And that's why I posted that post the other day about giving up three years ago about when everybody left and it was mm-hmm. just me and she wasn't even doing co-hosting but she was like hey let's go to this event or seeing you before gray area sports cast started and then Mm -hmm. now seeing i mean gray area sports group and seeing Mm -hmm. where it's at cars for the culture the hello zumba the blow up you doing what you were doing in new york and just seeing all of us in that one room trying to create Mm -hmm. content and look at you now but you know what i think it is when it comes to investing you are investing in the actual people that's behind the company. Facts. Mm-hmm. What they do is with people, especially, you know, black people, and I think celebrities or whoever, what they'll do is they'll look at the product or something and be like, okay, that's only part of it. Mm-hmm. But are you, do you believe in us as people 
that we can get the job done that, okay, if this don't work out, will we be able to pivot mm -hmm. to something else mm -hmm. and make that blow up? So, exactly. you know, once people start understanding that you're not necessarily investing in the product, but the person or the people behind it, then that's when you're going to be able to make money and reap the benefits of yeah, that yeah, investment. Yeah, yeah. So you have to trust the process. Exactly. Like a lot you have of people to trust don't trust yeah. that. Nobody so want to let Even if they believe build. in the person, I think that's one of the things why we've been able to be successful is I, I believe in what it is that he's trying to do mm -hmm. and I've chosen to invest. And even if it, this doesn't work out, I believe that something else will. Yeah, exactly. That's how you do it. And that's how I switched with you. Like, yeah. like we talked about that, how it was cars for the coach. And you was like, yeah. I want to capitalize on the whole, the whole shit. Thing. Yeah. The whole like, shebang. I want the whole when you think of trivia games I want you to think about this platform yeah. like people come to our platform looking for games that's mm -hmm. not even on our platform mm -hmm. and that's a bargaining tool for us that gives us leverage like I can go to these other brands and be like y'all know people coming on our website looking for your your, your games and yeah. what that does is like I said that puts us in the driver's seat to be able to say okay you should come over to this platform because people mm -hmm. are going to actually come to this exactly. platform looking for games and it gives you that instant credibility that is, in other words, is going to take you way more money to invest. Yeah, so forward. that's the business model that we created. We create the platform, you pay us to be on the platform, mm -hmm. and we're going to handle pretty much all the marketing and everything that goes, and advertising gotcha. that goes along mm -hmm. with it. So really, all you're doing is pay, you paying us to do everything. And, and that's what the lick is right yeah. now, like yeah. having foresight and knowing that yeah. people mm -hmm. are buying platforms now. Yeah. The goal is for Amazon to come along Don't and say, safe. we want to buy Zumble because yeah. If they're gonna buy Whole Foods, and they're gonna IDMB, Petco, they bought all. Yeah. Like if you yeah. go on the website at exactly. the bottom of Amazon, it's like fifty different mm -hmm. companies, yep. platforms that they yeah. purchased. Yeah. And it's like yeah. we can do that. Like, like, apps were, like apps were hot at one point. Like everybody was trying, I'm gonna start an app for that. Mm -hmm. Something yeah. that's gonna service somebody to make stuff convenient, and people were buying them like hotcakes. Once you saw the trend being at this platforms, like yeah. that's what you need to be shifting. The app is cool, but all the platform. billion dollar companies are platforms. Yeah. Like um, Google is a platform. Right. Yeah. Um, Amazon is exactly. a platform. Right. Uber is a platform. Right. Facebook is a platform. Like these yeah. are all Netflix, like platform based yeah. businesses are is where the money is. And right. everybody, you know, I mean, everybody don't think that big to be like, all right, I want to create a platform for something specific, but and it's not too late. Like that's the thing yeah. with yeah. most exactly. industries. Yeah. By the time it blows up, when you think about it, you late to the party. Yeah. Yeah. Platforms, <laughs> I probably could name fifty of them that are like uber successful, right? Yeah. So if it's the numbers are like that, then it's an opportunity for you to go in there and do your thing. Yep, I think that's dope, man. I think it's. Uh, I'm looking at it. I tell RTs all the time. I think you have to believe in what you're doing too. Exactly. When you put out a brand, so many times people are putting these brands out, but they really don't believe in it. And I've been guilty of that to yeah. where it's like, you're doing something. You don't see the the benefits of what you're putting out and you're like, fuck. All yeah. right. When, when is it time to switch this lane or do I stay in this lane? Cause That's your mindset important. is still on that whole microwave. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. You put it in and it doesn't come out quick enough yeah. in, in your mind, your mindset. No. Messes and with your vanity, because they saw somebody else jabs, doing it. Keep yeah. doing those jabs. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with having exactly. a killer jab until you see the opening for Yep. So yep. let's talk about bounce backs after like losses. What's the recent loss that you may have had <laughs> and what did you do to bounce back from it? Because people be thinking in this moment, seeing everybody winning, they don't understand the, the process to get here and they don't understand the loss that you may have took before you even got here. Exactly. Um, I would say for me, and I'll, I'll keep it show related, um, right before the show, I had to quit my job as a marketing specialist. So leaving that, that safety net, and flexibility because I could still do what I wanted. I created my own schedule. But I would say the loss was spending my last on my luggage, you know, to get to the show. 
Mm. And I would say the, the benefit of that is I won. So I, you know, like I went to the airport and I was literally throwing clothes out of my bag because I didn't have enough money to for all my luggage to go with me. Yeah. And um, once I got enough, you know, clothing that I can actually bring, I was on the phone with my sister and I was just like super crying. I was like, I quit my job. I don't even know I'm going to go to this hotel. I don't even know if they're going to pick me. And she's like, yo, what's a couple of hundred bucks to someone that's about to make six figures? And yeah. when she said that, my, it just switched. Yeah, it yeah. switched. Mm-hmm. And my whole mindset going in the house was, I got this. I'm going to win. Doesn't yeah. matter who's here. I don't care. You yeah. can be funny, cute. You can be argumentative. Go ahead. You want to be salty. You have a different game plan. That's you. I'm not paying attention. Yeah. My eyes on the prize. So that's for me. What, what you got? What was the loss, Rich? Oh, man. You bounce back. In this space, it's, it's really you fighting for credibility with your clients mm-hmm. and yeah. that people every single day. Like, even when you have wins one day, the next day, if something comes up short, you exactly. have to figure out how do I gain that ground again. So I'll be transparent. You know, Kendrick Nunn, you know, the, my client that was with the Golden State Warriors in the yeah. preseason, we had a lot of momentum. They were loving him. He was playing well. But the numbers game of the industry and the politics of it, you can come up short. He ends up getting cut, and he's allocated mm-hmm. to be one of their G League players to develop. While that's a great thing, and yeah. I understand that that's a great thing, his family and their eyes, it was the NBA gravy train. It's starting right now. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody looking at you like, what are we going to do now? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you being a visionary for yourself and your company. You're a visionary for families, kids, and their livelihood moving forward. And yeah. so I was able to get in a position where you have to be able to adjust the trajectory, okay? If it's not NBA this year, What's our next step? How can we have the next thing in line that's going to put us in that same position, even if it may take a year or two years from now? So I was able to, you know, make some stuff happen, create some opportunities where you may potentially have a deal in China where you can still make, you know, a million dollars and still come back to the NBA that same year. You have to show them the value of being in the G League. Mm -hmm. Paint the picture. This guy who beat you out for a roster spot. He was in the G League two years ago in your yeah. same situation, and now he got a fully guaranteed Hello. contract in a yeah. spot that you were competing for. Yeah. It may hurt to tell them that, but you got to paint that picture, and you have to sell yourself the to process. them, and they believe in it. So, yeah. And that's, that's what I was going to say, too. So what, like, what do you feel like it is or what it is about you that you can get these people to believe in you? Because like you said, you and Jason – talked about things that you wanted to create mm-hmm. and you brought them into fruition off your own hard work. Mm-hmm. So to be able to come in kind of like uh, what Jay-Z did in the sports you know, industry, where they didn't want him in there because it was like, you don't even know what you're doing. Yeah. So how do you get somebody to come in and believe in you know gray area sports group when they feel like, okay, he's not one of the big name people or he's not connected to this person? Mm-hmm. Me personally, I would look at it and be like, I trust you because I'm seeing somebody who's building this shit on their own. Right. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? To get to that point, I would be like, mm-hmm. damn, he built this shit on his own and now he's bringing it to me. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know if it's for you, but I probably I, I feel like it is to be a black man mm-hmm. talking to another black man about their future. I would feel like I'm comfortable with you yeah, because you exactly. know my future and you know my struggle. And you Absolutely. I know you probably want the th- same things for me that you want for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But I tell you this, you selling that you're building your own thing to somebody. This is their only their opportunity. Only op- yeah. They don't give a shit about that. Uh, say, yeah, it I even see about that. that. It's yeah. about them seeing something within what you're building where they can see immediate value gotcha. for themselves. So the thing that I could sell to them is, okay, yeah, I'm just now getting started. I'm building something, but I have something in place where it'll be beneficial to you, your father, your sister. It's building everybody. It's not just about building the athlete by himself. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm able to you know, clearly paint that picture where they believe it, and that's all about selling yourself and being authentic, yeah. then that's where the trust and that's where the buy-in comes in at. So I think that's the difference with yeah. what 
we're doing versus what everyone else is doing. Gotcha. They'll probably do some things short term to say, okay, we'll make your family feel comfortable for whatever it is that they doing. Whether yeah. pay them money, under the table, whatever. <laughs> what? It's like, yeah, Dude, yeah, okay. <laughs> we give you that, we give you X amount of dollars while we Leave take that. care of your son for the time being. But if he doesn't make it and you burn through that X amount of dollars, yeah, then yeah. where are you at right now? Exactly. Nah, I'm gonna put this person in a position where they're getting exposure, so they're building their lives. Yeah independently of what you're building as an athlete and so on and so forth and they see it and they believe in it do you have an infrastructure for like life after like if you are you guys thinking like long term to where like with none you're like hey we got you right now right and then this is a possibility of things that we can have for you after you know after basketball absolutely foundation outlives a player's career no matter what what you do in the community that's going to be the thing that supersedes everything long term so we just got this logo done. We're building this foundation. We got this 501c3 going. So yeah. what's going to end up happening is you look at Chicago right now. Yeah. It's a lot going on. So the different causes that we're going to put together and bring it to Chicago, we'll be able to get sponsorships and get donations. Yeah. And yeah. you got to pay salaries to people that's running foundations. That might be your father. Yeah. That might be your sister. Smart. Afterwards, mm-hmm. you, you're speaking on whatever your cause was and that seed that you planted when you were a rookie. Mm-hmm. That's your own brand outside of basketball. Yeah. So you know what's dope that I can vouch for with Richard is I watched a like when I first met you guys a couple of years ago. I watched um, I remember specifically the Brilliant Idiots yep. um, episode you guys did, and then yep. there was something else you guys did where they were talking and asking you questions about this. Yeah, and you you were sure about certain things, and other parts you were kind of you you know you were new to it. Right, yeah. I don't feel that now. It's like when I'm you. asking when I'm asking you a question, yeah. you're not stuttering, uh, nah, you're not yeah. looking for something, and yeah. you're not nervous like yeah. you you know. Not, Normally, when you're nervous, you kind of like uh, you waiting. You're on the defense, waiting to see what's gonna come to you. So yeah, you can. I was re- nervous as shit But you both have grown. But from yeah, that. Because, yeah, yeah, but like so recently, I had started going to therapy because I used to have anxiety with yeah. all of this stuff, like social media, just getting so much attention, yeah. and we were going these different interviews, and you just like I don't know what's what gonna to, happen yeah, or yeah. what to say, yeah. you know. But after like being able to go through therapy and understand how to deal with these, you know, with, with what's going on and what we have going on and being able to just talk to somebody yeah. about it and how to deal with it, yeah. it's easy to come into interviews even like this and just be clear about this is what we're trying to do, mm-hmm. this is how we're gonna do it. And I mean, things have, you know, been different and I'm yeah. pretty sure, I mean, we'll talk about that more later, yeah. but you know, just it, it's it's tough. It's it was scary, man. We came up here. I didn't know we were about to do this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Usually, I, I'm an outline in my head and be ready to go. Very technical person. I, yeah. I pick up the head. Oh, we live. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but see, and that's how I like it to be because I feel like um, like we didn't even write notes for this one. I told yeah. her I was like, we know them. Let's just kind of go in. We all know what we're trying to do. We all know where we're going. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing too, upon creating hubs and creating circles of black excellence and entrepreneurship. Yeah is promoting and actually letting people know how good they're doing. Yeah. So I know me and Jason, we do this shit all the time. Like if I see something he's doing or if yeah. he posts something and somebody giving a shout out, I'd be like, hey bro, I see you guys doing whatever, whatever. Yeah, Even when me and Jason weren't really talking at that point, I would still do the same thing yeah, with Richard. Yeah. And I remember one time I told Artesia, I was like, I'm talking to Richard every other day. We talking and I was like, but it started with me and Jason. And I was like, I got to talk to this dude because yeah. this shit is whack. And I think that's another thing in black business that you got to understand. You're yeah. not going to always agree. Yeah. Okay. Why can't we fucking yeah. argue right. and then come back right. and say, hey, I didn't really agree with that shit, right. but you know what? I know your heart is in a good place. We mm-hmm. just don't agree. Let's see what yeah. we can do to learn yeah. from this mm-hmm. and keep this shit going forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got to learn that. That's yeah. super important. We got it's You're going you're gonna to disagree often. You just have to agree to disagree. You have yeah. to be able to take from that conversation, learn from it, and figure out how you can come together and work together. Yeah. 
I don't know how we can do that though. Like, because mm-hmm. I have still yet to figure that out. <laughs> like, we've been able to do that, but it's like, how do we? And that's why tonight is important because yes. that's something to talk about too. Yeah. Because people don't know how to do. I think the first way to get there is by listening to a person. Hello. First of all, listening yeah, and yeah, understanding yeah. that you know what I may not agree with what this person has exactly. to say, but what can I take from it? I tell people all the time: if somebody Shut cheats on you, don't rush in to jump on a person who cheated. Because sometimes, what did that? Why did that person cheat? Right. Is this person a dog? Is this person just a a mistake person, or is this exactly. person not getting something from his spouse or from his significant other? It doesn't justify it, but it's like, why did that? They do that if that's not in their but character. That, that's because everybody wants to be the man. Exactly. That's what that's yes, about. Like everybody wants to be looked at as that person that if you run in a business, I was the one that got us yeah. to yeah. that level. Nobody wants to right. really share the we, credit as a team. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So that's why a lot of people don't want to listen to nobody, you know, especially within the black community. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I honestly feel like there's like there's gatekeepers like I feel like that because I think about like what we're be what we've been doing so far and it's yeah. still like we get overlooked as though we don't have you know like we shouldn't be put in positions to do certain things and yeah. I mean it just comes with the territory like if you're not at these events yeah. you're not trying to you know kiss the babies and shake all of yeah. the hands <laughs> you know people just start looking mm-hmm. at you as an outcast yeah. you know and that's just something that we've been we've been dealing well I'm not gonna say we've been dealing with what I've been dealing with yeah. like I see these people going out like I should be up there like talking Bro, my I shit. I do the same like, shit. I mean, we we popping popping yeah. right now. Yeah. Like I mean, and going back to taking airs when we first started Zumble, we we took three months off to try to figure out okay how are we gonna do how are we gonna shake this up. Yeah, we came back. You know, I got a text message from my guy. Tell somebody sent them a message like. You know, they basically, why did they rebrand? Like, yeah. it, it, don't, it don't look black owned. It's like, what the hell does that even mean? Like, yeah. you know, they just ruined their brand pretty much. Mm-hmm. And we lost like 2,000 followers, people in the comments, like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And then I actually, you know, a couple days after that, I was in the bed. I'm like, damn, I think I might have fucked a mistake? it up. Yeah. I might have <laughs> fucked it up. But then I was just like, I ain't going to let them see me sweat. We yeah. going to figure this out. We just started. And I mean, we are popping but right you know now. The thing like, about it too our is, brand awareness is crazy. Like and people it should love be. us. But mm-hmm. the thing about it too, I understood why you did that because yeah. you gotta think about it. every black person now is saying culture. Yeah. Culture is in yeah. something. Yep. Yeah. So I never heard about the shit really like that until yeah. you guys started doing it. Right. And then you start seeing a lot of other people doing it. And you like yeah. everything ain't for the, the fucking culture. Yeah. Like, yeah. But everything. what you guys have done is for the culture because yeah. nobody else was creating these black nineties TV exactly. sitcom shows. Exactly. Nobody was making nineties R and being shit popping like that nope. and it's like now you're doing it you have a like you said you have a place to go if you want exactly. that exactly and yeah. if you I mean even with that like you think about even the people that we grew up on like they want attention too like you know Most like definitely. when we post stuff I mean you see Tisha Campbell in our comments Yo. you see people from Silk <laughs> singers from Silk RL and I because they didn't get their proper shine because they, they weren't around they weren't around social media, social media. exactly so die, there's a there's, there's, it, this platform that we have that these people are coming to looking through the comments interacting with the people that's making these comments. And I honestly feel like that's why the thing with the Martin piece is what it is because they feel like they're second fiddle yeah. to their own shit. Yeah. It's like we made this thing relevant again whether yeah. that sounds asinine no, or not. No, we did. We, we did. Kept, we kept the, the conversation kept outside the of this video. Yeah. The conversation wasn't yeah. consistent on social media Until like that. Until we came so up with the game. if you're on the outside looking in you know you Martin you look at it like Man, that's dope. They showing us love, but I'm actually Martin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this thing is actually bigger 
than what I am in it right now. Yeah. And that's crazy. But you guys deserve that respect yeah, for actually do. getting this started because yeah. so like you said, so many people, and me and Jason have talked about this, so many people talk about shit they want to create. Yeah. And you can have great ideas, but who's but actually come, like executing those action. things? Action. Yeah. Yeah. Execution action. is everything, and a lot of people can't execute. Yes. That's it's, it's, it's hard. It's it hard. is hard, and you're going to fail. And then, you're gonna I mean, fail. with social media, like when you post something new and people don't react to it a certain way, you yeah. like, Damn, yeah. that I, you know, and I mean, even to this day, like I know if I post something, we gonna get a shitload of comments. Yeah. But if it take a couple minutes, I'm like, damn, and that's the <laughs> I missed it this time. But that's yeah. the but thing too, like you start saying. picking up, yeah, yeah like, like you said, a couple yeah. minutes. Go ahead, yeah, yeah, no, he mentioned that piece about losing two thousand followers. I told him this before we went into it. Yeah. I would rather <laughs> lose the two thousand that yeah. don't know why why they are there, yeah. and just have the people that's there for what we're bringing to the table and actually appreciate know, it and appreciate it. And we know we're gonna get that two thousand and more that yeah. we lost. So who cares if we if we lose two thousand vanity followers who's really yeah. not even there? For and then most of them about. came because of what somebody somebody sent them there, like a Charlemagne right. or somebody. They yeah. weren't really there because right. oh fan. this shit is fire. It was just like okay somebody right. influenced us to come here mm-hmm. and so now yeah. Here. So exactly. now what after they? I'd rather have five hundred soldiers than yeah. fifteen hundred and a thousand of them are on the fence and iffy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just give exactly. me five hundred. You need yeah. somebody who's gonna go to war with yeah. you. Before we get out here, because we have the event tonight, do you want to tell them about the event? I don't have anything in front of me, so I'm trying to remember, but actually this will be out after the event anyway, so, so it, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah, even really yeah. matter. But before we get out of here, Jason, tell them where they can find you at on social media. Um, hello Zumble on all platforms. Hello Zumble. If you want to you know, follow me on Twitter where I talk my shit, don't think I'm giving out, like I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm politically correct about everything, but uh, I am Jason Gray on Twitter. I be on, I, I, I talk You be on Twitter? Talk. Yeah, I'm always on Twitter. We gotta follow each other. Ruffling up feathers, because I got a lot of people, a lot of people that's like into the marketing and branding, I be on that basically saying the shit that they be saying is stupid because they don't know. Oh, they snap, be, I gotta go look at somebody this. Somebody told me like somebody, I, we'll talk about it off air, but somebody was like, you know a couple people that follow you that like really supported you don't really like you because you basically be shitting on what they doing. It's like, I mean, they don't know what the hell they be talking about. So, I mean. How is that your fault? Yeah, that's not, that ain't my fault. Like, I'm giving you the real, so. Message. And where can they find you at on social, uh, Rich? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I am Rich Gray, but really, if you want to follow me, follow my clients, yeah. uh, Malik <laughs> Beasley, MBZ5 on Instagram, uh, Kendrick Nunn underscore Nunn Better. And then I have a piece out with Forbes Business and the Sports Agent blog. Oh, okay, <laughs> better. Nah, it's, I mean, I know y'all oh, you saw had this. You had to bit. put Forbes in there. Yeah, that's very important. important. Yeah, 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 right. You had to say, you had to say. Not, not all of these, like limo. last week, Roger like a, a dick, couple bro. of sports agents, <laughs> a couple of sports agents and some executives from Adidas, they went to jail for some illegal recruiting stuff. Yes, and I there's did. some things that need to be discussed about that that I think is unfair. So I talked about that and yeah. just the highs and lows of the business. So That's a bet. As I you definitely were. share what's that. The, uh, what's the website? Uh, GrayAreaSportsGroup.com. That's G-R-A-Y. Gotcha, gotcha. And where can they find you at on social media, Crystal? You can find me at <laughs> Crystal Garner, K-R-Y-S-T-A-L-G-A-R-N as a Nancy E-R, and that is across all social media. Got you, got you. So I want to say uh, thanks to all of you guys for coming in today. That's Tonight is going to be dope. Thank you to my co-host, Artiz, as always, for being on the podcast, holding it down. Thanks for the spite of the DJ. Oh, man. Really? <laughs> really? Tonight's going to be fun. It is. It's going to be crazy. So, um... Man, I'm just excited. Like, honestly, like, you know how people, when your parents get together, like, my heart is filled. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel because it's like everything is coming full circle yeah, we for everybody. People. We supporting everybody and each other, man. Somebody from um, Houston hit me in the DMs day before yesterday. It was like, 
I've been following y'all for like four years. Yeah. I'm, me and four of my friends, we hopping in the car and we driving up. Yes, wow. really look at y'all. Like, yeah, like, look at us. Yeah. Yeah. Us, yeah. us, us. All of us. Like, <laughs> us. But you, I, I don't, nobody's <laughs> lit in my DNA saying they come in, but you can slide in them, okay? <laughs> you probably just have more sliding yeah. than you can handle. Oh so. my gosh, yeah. that's another conversation. Yeah, it's wow. going to be another one, but we thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys for coming out. Thanks to listeners, man. Like I always tell you guys, always in Hell courage to excel success and live your dreams, man. We'll see y'all tonight. Get it. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.